Welcome back to this week's episode of the Fit as Buck podcast. I'm your host, Greg Buck, here with my co-host, Colin Bish. I want to make a bunch of really corny jokes about, is it Halloween or is it Groundhog's Day? Because we got the repeat. <laughs> that was good, right? That was good. <laughs> Which holiday is it? I don't know. It's not February for the Open anymore. <laughs> so, we have our repeat workout, guys. Workout 20.3 is workout 18.4. If you don't remember this workout, it is a nine-minute time cap workout. You start with 21.15.9, deadlifts and handstand push-ups. RX weight is 225 for the guys, 155 for the ladies, also known as Diane. After you complete Diane, or if you complete Diane, you get to move on to 21.15.9 of deadlifts again. But now instead of handstand push-ups, we have 50-foot handstand walking after each set of deadlifts. The deadlift weight also increases, goes to 315 for the guys and 225 for the ladies, I believe. 205. 205 for the ladies, my mistake. Um, if you didn't do this one two years ago, um, three years ago? A year and a half. A year and a half ago? <laughs> I'm all fucked up. <laughs> Man, this one, guys, really took a toll on him. That's for sure, that nine-minute sprint. So, like Colin just said, for this workout, for most of us, it's going to be let's get through Diane or as far through Diane as we can. Um, Nine minutes is a pretty respectable Diane time for the average CrossFitter. Um, Really, this workout is going to come down to your handstand push-up capacity more than anything else. 100%. Um, Outside the handstand push-up capacity, we obviously have the deadlifts. Um, The deadlifts aren't super heavy for most of us, so really strategy here is how far can we get in Diane in nine minutes? Um, my strategy from the get-go is going to be break up your deadlifts early. You're not going to do yourself a favor if you gun out 21 deadlifts right in a row. Then you go in and you're gassed on handstand push-ups for three minutes or something like that. Um, go into it with a plan of repeatable deadlift sets that aren't going to tax you a ton. Give yourself some time on the handstand push-ups. If you have handstand push-up capacity, same thing. Break up your handstand push-ups early. Don't go out of it like a bat out of hell to try to, that's another Halloween reference, bad out of hell, to try to, um, oh, it's going to be a long podcast, <laughs> to try to buy yourself time. Um, with the handstand push-up and any shoulder-driven movement, we know once the shoulders go, you're kind of screwed. So you need to save your shoulders as much as you can for as long as you can. Again, it's only nine minutes. It's very short. If you hit the wall, you do not have time to recover. Yeah. So you need to make sure you're not hitting the wall. Exactly. Yeah, <clears throat> that was kind of, that was almost exactly what I had written down. There's a couple of things, I mean, besides the fact that we got our spooky season repeat um, from a year and a half ago. I personally, I'm a large fan of this. If you guys have paid attention to anything that I've said in the last two weeks, I've been looking forward to deadlifts for a while. I don't, were they in the open in February? Mm-hmm. I don't, yeah, we missed them last year. And I mean, I personally love cycling high rep deadlifts. So, or cycling high heavy deadlifts. Yeah, sure, whatever it is. Um, <clears throat> so I was I missed them last year, and I'm happy that they're back. Uh, not super happy about the handstand push up uh, line uh, measurements. We, me and Greg were just having a very large discussion. I feel about uh, about that measurement before we started the the old cast here, but we'll get into that in a hot minute. So to uh, the couple of things that I wrote down right away were deadlift cycling, uh, trying to avoid singles, basically what Greg was just saying with trying to avoid that red line. Um, 
we can't like come out the gate with twenty one unbroken and then by the, if we if we get back to the second set um, to be like doing singles and mm-hmm. we we don't have time to recover from that we right. can't we can't continuously do a single and walk five steps away and then walk back up to the deadlift and expect to be able to get through Diane mm-hmm. um, but I mean. In capital letters, last week I wrote transitions. This week I wrote, it's a handstand push-up workout. Yep. If if you have handstand push-ups or some form of capacity in handstand push-ups, it would be good to break them up early and often. Um, something that I really like, I all of these numbers are divisible by three. Mm-hmm. Quick sets of three work really well. Get up on the wall, do three, come down, shake out. Get up on the wall, do three, come down, shake out. Creating that rhythm once again, rhythm and, mm-hmm. and working out are something that I'm a big fan of there. So I think creating that rhythm with the yeah. handstand push-ups is important. Uh, and then trying to, so I think the difference obviously is that there are some of us that don't know how far we can get with the handstand push-ups and there are some of us that are going to be able to get through a couple of mm-hmm. sets of handstand push-ups. Mm-hmm. So I think depending on which camp um, you fall into there would totally depend on how your hands and push-up capacity is, but it would also make an impact on how you get that first set of deadlifts done because I believe the time cap is when you finish the The tiebreaker? The tiebreaker, I have yeah. to confirm Sorry. that, but that sounds correct. I, I believe it's when you when you finish the like the last movement, whenever you finish your last movement. Yeah. So whenever you fi- switch from deadlifts to handstand push-ups, that would be your tiebreaker time. So technically, the quicker that you finish your deadlifts at that point, the better a score you'll get because your tiebreak time will be lower or better. Right. So if you don't think that you're going to get through the 21 handstand push-ups, if you know that that's you, or if you want to do if you want to do the 20 21 deadlifts at 225 or, or 155 and then move to scaled the option there is to try and get through those deadlifts as fast as you possibly can sure. because that's going to be your basically your score there for right. time is how fast can you do 21 deadlifts right. correct so <clears throat> i think that that was kind of where i was going with just how to start that workout it all kind of depends mm-hmm. on your capacity with handstand pushups right right yeah so like Colin said depending on where you know you're going to fall at the handstand push-ups, or if you know you don't have handstand push-ups, gunning out your 21 reps and getting your quote-unquote best tiebreaker you can would be your best score in the RX category. Um, again, break them up however you need to, get them done as quickly as you can, um, and then go from there. Like he was saying, I like the sets of three as well. Um, a lot of people think those are kind of small sets, but if you're moving through 45 um handstand push-ups or more if you're getting through a whole Diane breaking up into threes is smart from the get-go um again a lot of times we think we need to open with 10 11 even 7 and unless you have really dialed in capacity where you know you can maintain a big set like a 7 or a 10 don't go out that hot because you're going to do a big set and then you're going to sit there and try to do singles the rest of the workout it's just going to slow you down don't redline this workout unless you're at the redline point where you only have a minute left or whatever. Yeah. Or, again, with the deadlifts, you know that's all you're going to get, so you're going to redline it out the gate. Yeah. Um, <laughs> with this, we have a weird, quote-unquote, controversy with the handstand push-up measurement. Mm. So we will be enforcing the handstand push-up standard because that is what is mandated by the Open. So to have legitimate scores, we'll have that. Um, hands need to be flat on the floor or flat on a mat that's the same height as your head when you touch the ground that means if you're using an ab mat you need to put plates on the side of it or you can use one of the blue yoga mats if you don't know what the blue yoga mat looks like we'll have them out on the floor 
Um, so when you come to the ground, your head and your hands are both on the same level. On the same level. Um, outside of that, there's a weird measurement of your forearm compared to your height yeah. that we need to do. So if you know you do not have handstand push-ups and you want to struggle your ass off and try to get one, we will measure you. But let's be realistic, guys. If we've never kicked up on the wall, we're not going to measure you for a handstand push-up. It's a safety thing more than anything. I don't want you trying to kick up upside down. The lights are on. I'm going to try to push it and have you crank down on your neck as hard as you can and try to just kip your way up a wall. Ooh, if you okay. don't if you don't have the capacity, I don't want you to hurt yourself. And that's really all it comes down to. Okay, You know if you have done a handstand push-up or if you're close to a handstand push-up or not, just please be smart. Um, we still have a half hour set up for our heats on this workout, um, even though it's only a nine-minute workout. That way, if we need to, we can run two heats in that uh, half-hour time limit, or um, we'll have lots of transition time because we'll have to do the measurements for people. Yeah, that's kind of what um, I was thinking. And it's going to be kind of a weird floor setup. Um, anything else you can think of that you want to add? I mean, yeah, I, <laughs> the the handstand push-up measurement just... I mean, we could go back and forth on that for ages, but I mean, basically it's, you got to like take the length of your forearm and divide it by two and then multiply by nine, carry the four, add some calculus, get the integral of the area under the curve and then do a derivative. And then you add that height onto the top of your head and that's where you need to get your feet to. I'm just kidding. (laughs) But, um, I just, I just don't enjoy the, the whole line with the handset pushup thing. I don't think I ever have in, in the in the open previously this is not the first time that they've done this um i know i didn't like it back in 2018 with the first time we did this workout and i'm probably not gonna like it tomorrow but uh in order to get legitimate scores in the open we have to do it so when you do a handstand push-up you have to get your heels above this line that we measure out so that's gonna be a lot of um judging verification there right because obviously you can't see your feet when you right. do this. So it's going to be all via your judge. Yeah. Um, a couple of tips on that. If you're if you're really like thinking that you're going to get a few handstand push-ups or if you're proficient in handstand push-ups and you've had trouble with the standard in the past, uh, a couple of the things that I've talked about recently, uh, like when we've been doing hollow holds or something like that, or maybe even pistol work, is pointing the heels. Um, when you get upside down on the wall, instead of pointing your toes, Mm -hmm. which would actually bring your heels down, Mm -hmm. pointing your heels, because that's going to point your heels up and you need to get your heels above that line because that's the part that's going to be touching the wall. Yeah. When you say pull or when you say point your heels, the big thing that I, the cue I like to give is pull your toes down. Yeah. So you want to pull your toes (laughs) towards your knees. Yeah. Or like how, basically you want to make your feet flat like you're trying to walk on the ceiling. Yeah, exactly. Because that's going to pull your heels up as high as they can go. Many of us, when we kick into the handstand push-up or just handstand, we point our toes because that's the position we should be in at the top of a handstand push-up or at the top of a handstand walk or a handstand hold. But with this measurement, needing to get the heels over the line give yourself that extra oomph and pull the toes down so the heels elevate. Because for some of us, depending on the length of our forearm, if we do not pull our toes down, we will not make that line. Exactly. So you could be fully extended, even having your hip open, that's the other part of this, and you may not be over the line. So the other thing you really need to be cognizant of is 
opening your hip all the way. So just like when we're at the top of a squat or we stand up a jerk or a push press, we're squeezing our butt at the top. That's going to pull your hips and your ass off the wall. That's going to get you in the straightest body line you can be. Last thing that I would go into with this is your hand position. You all have a box on the floor, so your hand position will be somewhat limited. But if you're super far away from the wall, meaning at the very edge of the box, and you're especially if you're a shorter athlete with a long forearm, you may not hit that line. So you might need to be more up and down or parallel to the wall than you normally do your handstand push-ups. Again, if you're concerned about this uh, measurement, we have plenty of time in each heat tomorrow where we can measure you out. You can do a couple to see where you need to place your hands, what you need to do with your feet, how you need to pull your butt off the wall. Yeah. If you don't normally practice pulling your butt off the wall when you do a handstand push-up, this is going to be a bit of a wake-up call because it is significantly more taxing. Exactly. Um, so just be aware of that um, going into this and take it with a grain of salt. So maybe next year... Like while we're practicing handstand push-ups in class, you're making sure you're hitting that full range of motion. Even if you're not measuring yourself to the quote-unquote open standard, you can still hold yourself to, my hands are relatively narrow, not super wide, my feet are staying together, I'm driving up to extension, squeezing my butt at the top, pulling your heels down. That's something you can practice day in and day out when we do the handstand push-ups, whether it's in the open or not. Um, it's one of those things, it's not a perfect standard, I don't personally like the standard, but it's the rule of the game, so we're going to play by the rules of the game. Yeah. We can bitch about it, we can moan about it, but it is what it is. Play to the standard, do what you can. Yeah. To expand a little bit more on that, Greg mentioned the box on the floor. Uh, some of you have probably seen it in the back of the gym. A lot of the hashtag buckbuilt people use it most of the time. But there is a requirement of a two foot by three foot box. I believe it's two foot away from the wall mm -hmm. and three foot wide. long or wide. So it's a rectangular box up against the wall, and you have to keep your the majority of your hand inside of the box. Yes. So your fingertips can be outside of it, but that's it. And they'll call you on that. Um, the like that that's really about it i believe it's like the first or second maybe it's even your finger are allowed to be outside of the box i think the, your palms have to be in your the palms box. have to be yeah. inside the box so that's why those boxes have been there in the past because this is the the standard for handstand push-ups in the open mm -hmm. the standard of the game that greg was talking about and we had a box last year too even with the strix didn't we uh, I believe we did, yeah. yeah. So that the was, box is nothing new. Yeah, the box is, isn't anything that we haven't seen before, but I'm just, for, right. for those of us that might not understand what's going on with that, just to talk about the fact that we need to keep our hands inside that box, which is another, possibly another issue for people who haven't been practicing with that box. Right. So it would be a good idea to make sure that you understand like where your hands need to be before we start this workout, like maybe try a handstand push-up or two mm -hmm. before we start. Because, as Greg said, <clears throat> you're probably going to have to be a little bit closer to the wall in order to make the, the line for the standard for the handstand push-up. And your hands are going to have to be inside this box rather than being as wide as you might want them. I know for a fact that when I first started CrossFit and I was doing handstand push-ups, I had my hands way, way too wide. And I've worked for a couple of years now on bringing my hands in for that box specifically yeah. so that I'll be okay in the open. Type of yeah, thing. if you're not really sure if you have a wide grip on a handstand push-up, you probably don't, especially if you learn handstand push-ups at Ariok. Yeah. 
all of our coaches teach a very similar style of handstand push-up. We like to bring that parallel of how would you hold a bar? That should be how you're doing a handstand push-up. None of us are teaching like a quote-unquote snatch grip handstand push-up. True. It was a lot more common like six, seven years ago. Um, again, if you've learned your handstand push-ups at Ariok, probably don't worry about it. You probably don't fall into that camp. Exactly. Um, other than that, guys, it's a quick workout. It's nine minutes. Obviously, we've seen long workouts the last two weeks. Uh, I want to say grip it and rip it on the deadlifts. You know, get through them. Don't blow yourself up too bad. So you, if you do our, if you do plan on doing handstand push-ups, you can do what you can on that, depending on your capacity. Be smart um, with the handstand push-ups. Please protect your neck. Wu-Tang forever. Um, <laughs> oh, man. We made it almost like 12 minutes without a reference. So, it was close. So protect your neck. Be smart. Be safe. Um, let's get after it. Um, right, that's really it. I think this is a good repeat workout. Um, it's a good one we to measure capacity from... The year and a half ago to now, yeah. um, main reason being you're going to be able to tell if you've worked on your push-ups or not. No one is being stopped in this workout because of the deadlifts, especially if you have the required strength from last year to this year. You know, maybe if you got a lot stronger from last year to this year, your score could definitely improve a ton based on the deadlift alone. But we're going to see the most improvement from those people who have been working on handstand push-ups or handstand push-up accessory. Yeah. Um, and again, it's one of those higher level movements that we've talked about in the past, handstand push-ups, muscle-ups. While we do work on them in class, if that's a movement you truly want to master, that's something you need to be doing outside of class as well. Which, uh, once again, you're free to talk to me and Greg about right. what you should be doing at any point in time. Right. We have lots of insights on handstand push-ups accessories. Yep. Don't be scared. Talk to us if you have issues with handstand push-ups, you need help, you need accessory programming. Obviously, we have those resources for you um so uh, come on you just ahead. ran it what what would you so i now you've run it you ran it back in 2018 because yeah. i remember doing uh-huh. it with you and yeah. now you ran it again this year is yeah. there anything that one you changed from your from now repeating it sure and two would you change anything going forward i don't remember how i ran it last time to be honest um i didn't look at my score before i did it i think i did better and i didn't go very hard it was just kind of a run through my triceps also cramped halfway through which was not um pleasant during the handstand push-ups um but good because my triceps are sore (laughs) yeah so that that didn't feel great um it went fine uh again going into it having done it before you know what to expect it's nine minutes it's not a whole lot of reps you don't have a lot of handstand push-up capacity like myself um, I think I'm lighter than I was last year, so the handstand push-ups were easier. Uh, like we've talked about in the past, and I've joked, like with gymnastics, there's only a couple ways you can get better. Lose get stronger and get stronger. Or get lighter. <laughs> right. Get stronger or get lighter. I don't think I'm much, if any, stronger than I was last year, especially in handstand push-ups. I could be. I'm not sure. I haven't tested a lot of overhead strength recently, but I think I am lighter, so that plays a factor. Handstand push-ups felt pretty good for my capabilities. Um, I mean, hey, that 250 Atlas stone load uh, looked pretty good. Hashtag humble coach brag. <laughs> Appreciate that. <laughs> um, so, Colin, with you, so from a competitor aspect, looking at this workout, obviously the goal is going to be to improve from last year. As your coach, 
What I would like to challenge you is the goal would be to finish this workout this year. I think that is doable. Um, Did you feel like it was doable last time? (laughs) Maybe. It was close last time. (laughs) So I think that is doable this year. How do you feel about this workout going into it? So, I mean, I was thinking... I was thinking the same thing. I would. I thought that I could finish the when I when it came out in 2018 because I thought that I was. I'm decent at handstand pushups. I'm not the best at handstand pushups by any means, but I mean I have a 2:29 Diane time, so mm-hmm. that if I can hit that, that gives me almost lots of time. six and a half minutes right. to try and get through those uh, those deadlifts at 3:15 and the handstand walks. But I do specifically remember like picking up 315 beforehand last year and being like, oh yeah, it's not, it's not too heavy. And then getting to 315 in the yeah. workout and being like, oh my god, this is yeah. 500 pounds. Right. Um, so I'm I'm a little interested to see. I think that after the the strength cycle that we've been on for the last however many months, mm-hmm. um, I've gotten a lot stronger with the 325 clean and stuff yeah. like that. So I mean, I'm excited. To get back to that 315 deadlift bar and 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 make it mine For this sure. year, yeah. I think that I think that that's going to go a lot better. On top of the fact that we've been working on handstand pushups and handstand walking like no other the last couple months. Yeah. So. For sure. Um, for those of us who have seen that, who have watched me and Dustin at 9 a.m. do handstand pushups until our until our shoulders give out, or mm-hmm. have watched me do box circles until I get dizzy. Yeah, those are fun. Um, yeah, I I I'm. I'm excited about this workout. I'm happy about it. I think that I can finish it. I have the confidence in myself that I can finish it. Yeah. And uh, I really want to make it happen this time. Yeah, I think you got it. Um, all right. I think that's all we have for today. Like I said, I think this is a good test of fitness. I think this has been a really well-programmed open so far. Um, Once again, I mean, we like, you, like you're saying, we, I, we talked about it last week. The steps have been taken. Right. Um, first week was everybody could do it. There was no high, there was no high skill gymnastics. Everyone can do a ground to overhead because it was anyway, and everyone can do a burpee. Mm-hmm. Second week we took a step. We we moved up in the gymnastics a little bit from the burpee to the toes to bar, mm-hmm. and now we're taking another step again. Mm-hmm. I, I would say that I'm, I don't know. I would put handstand pushups in the same category as like a chest to bar, maybe, maybe mm-hmm. bar muscle up. Yeah, I'd say it's more like a bar muscle up yeah. than a chest to bar, but yeah. So maybe we took a step and a half this yeah. week with the gymnastics mm-hmm. movement but we definitely took a the proper step with the weight i yes. think the the 225 deadlift is a moderate Correct. deadlift weight or it should feel a moderate deadlift right. weight it's not like it's we're not deadlifting 365 out the gate or right. anything like that so i think we're we're taking small steps i think mm-hmm. we can expect the same thing next week i mean yeah. we're probably going to move into muscle ups we'll see and, the muscle ups next week yeah. i would assume Unless Although we thrusters Dave, and muscle ups, oh right. no! Although Dave Castro <laughs> did say that um, he wanted the thrusters earlier this year, so I don't know if he's dropping the hint that there won't be thrusters in point five, which would be a big change. Um, but I would imagine next week we're going to see um, either chest to bars or muscle ups or potentially both. That's true, and I think the I think the barbell skill will move up as well. Yeah. So we'll probably some go type from, of squatting movement. Yeah, some type of squatting movement, and it could be an Olympic lift. Yeah, I have a feeling. Yeah, um, I agree. Uh, what was I going to say? Oh, uh, Dave Castro also mentioned in his little video that this week was going to suck, and I thought that it was very funny because I don't think it's really like that 
terrible of a workout no, that it was going to suck. I think that he literally meant that there was going to be this headset push-up controversy, <laughs> and he was not looking forward to it, which right. is understandable. For so. sure. <laughs> um, but yeah, all right, let's get out there. Let's test our strength. Let's test our gymnastics. And uh, this is one of those ones where, unfortunately, if you haven't been working, it's going to expose you. Um, know that going into it. You're not going to miraculously learn how to do handstand push-ups or miraculously learn gain how to a, do 21 right, handstand push-ups. Right, capacity. Go into it smart. Do what you're able to do. Push yourself, but don't push yourself to the point where you're going to get hurt. You know, two movements we definitely see injuries on. Rounded back deadlifts coming down too hard on the head. Just be smart um, and let's have a good time. Make sure you guys dress up for... Friday night for the lights. spooky open Friday I, night lights. <laughs> I even got a costume so oh! you guys have no excuse but that's it for tonight guys um thanks for listening as always please follow us on social media the gym at CrossFit Arioc. my personal is at Buckbuilt Coach and you can follow Colin at at CBESH6 that's C-B-O-E-S-C-H and the number 6 alright let's make it a spooky one <laughs> Keep it the face, I put my team on the map. Easy.